I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Tim Jones. 2 Peter Chapter 2, verse 17 to 22. These people, these false prophets, are springs without water and mists driven by a storm. Blackest darkness is reserved for them. For they mouth empty, boastful words, and by appealing to the lustful desires of the flesh, they entice people who are just escaping from those who live in error. They promise them freedom while they themselves are slaves of depravity. For people are slaves to whatever has mastered them. If they have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ and are again entangled in it and overcome, they are worse off at the end than they were at the beginning. It would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than to have known it and then to turn their backs on the sacred command that was passed on to them. Of them the Proverbs are true, A dog returns to its vomit, and a sow that is washed returns to her wallowing in the mud. I've been clearing out my uh, one of my rooms in my house and some boxes that I have, and in them I found lots of my old school books, and also, this is from when I was a little boy, and also I found some of my school reports. And that was quite fun to read. I don't know if you had a chance to read something like a school report on you. Um, Good and bad, I would say. A mixed bag. Uh, Rests on his laurels seem to be um, one of the phrases that came up a couple of times. Uh, This is a report here from Peter of these false prophets that is strong, isn't it? He says, a blackest darkness is reserved for these people. And he's talking about what he calls false prophets. This the start of chapter two, where he talks about people who have come along after people have received the gospel of Jesus and they're giving a message that is different. Um, I mean, he shows us what it is to come to God. He says in verse 20, If they have escaped the corruption of the world by knowing our Lord Jesus Christ, and are entangled in it again and are overcome. He just points out what there it is to know Jesus Christ, to have escaped the corruption of the world. That's what it is to follow Jesus, isn't it? To have been born again, to have been born from above, to have been born of the Holy Spirit and to be made a new creation and in a sense to have escaped the sin of the world because we've been made again in Jesus Christ. But he says, these people, if they've known Jesus Christ and they're entangled again in their sin and are overcome by it, he says it's not good for them. It would have been better, this is verse 21, for them not to have known the way of righteousness, another great description of what it is to be a Christian, knowing the way of righteousness, than to have known it and to have turned their backs on the sacred command that was passed on to them. When I read verses like this, this does remind me of Jesus Christ. Doesn't this remind you of Jesus Christ? Think about that school report. Jesus gives the the harshest criticism. He calls people out often, the people who are the most religious. Um, This reminds me, I've just been preaching from Luke 10, and seeing Jesus speak there about people who reject the gospel and he says, woe to you, Chorazin, woe to you, Bethsaida. For if the miracles that have been performed in you have been performed in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago 
in sackcloth and ashes. Do you remember these words? And then he says, uh, at the judgment, it's going to be um, better for you, worse for you than it would have been for Sodom. And I feel like Peter is speaking that kind of mode here. He's speaking um, as an apostle of God, saying, God will judge. God will judge them. These people are springs without water and mists driven by a storm. Blackest darkness is reserved for them. They mouth empty, boastful words, and by appealing to the lustful desires of the flesh, they entice people who are just escaping from those who live in error. And there's two points of application here for us. Um, I want to encourage us, and I want to be a person who doesn't mouth empty, boastful words and who doesn't lead people in the wrong way. I want to be someone who encourages people in wholeness and um, godliness. And I want the words I say not to be uh, empty and boastful, but to be full of wisdom and full of the Holy Spirit, seasoned by salt, as the uh, Lord's word says. And I want to help people who are Christians. I mean, that's obvious in my role, but I'd encourage you to encourage your brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ to follow God. And then I'd encourage you to pray for people, to pray for people who seem to be leading people astray. Verse 17 again, he said, These people are springs without water and mists driven by a storm. Blackest darkness is reserved for them. I'd encourage you to pray that God would have mercy. I'd encourage you to pray that God would have mercy on people, even if they lead others astray. And even if um, they seem to lead people into error, they need the mercy of God. We all do. Gosh, we all do. And I'd encourage you also to um, thank God that you've escaped the corruption of the world, but to follow in that way yourself. Well, this morning on HC Daily, we pray that God would give us opportunities to talk about him and to share him with others and to put into practice all that we've been hearing about over the past few weeks in our sermon series sent. So I'd encourage you today to pray for people you know that um, God would speak to them and reveal himself to them and that just he'd be opening doors for you to witness and share Jesus with people.